the government, the funding powers, the people that make huge decisions are afraid of the art. The best way to control artists is by completely taking everything away from them, but even still, they are still going to fight. Art is becoming a, a more elite society. Save the arts. A line we've been saying for years, constantly justifying its significance, our existence. To be heard when no one is listening. To stand up for what we believe in. But art is everywhere. It's in the way the leaves twirl in the wind, roots of the trees entangled yet fixed for support. Right down to the whole production team on your favourite show on screen. We are moved by the feeling, yet reducing the funding. It makes no sense. And it's time that this ends. Having officially graduated six months ago, I've been thinking a lot about having a portfolio career, but I have to admit, it's quite scary. I'm that type of creative scientist who researches the science behind feelings, or the big questions like, what even is creativity? But enough about that for now. Let me introduce myself. My name is Sephora St. Clair Knights, avid tea drinker, stationary enthusiast, and I guess, most importantly, multidisciplinary artist. At the moment, the roots of my creative practice stem from exploring the complexity of identity through movement, spoken word, and film. But knowing me, I'll probably add a few other mediums along the way. I'm also a board member for Rising Arts in Bristol and Purple Moon Drama in London. I'm interested in how I can use my art as a tool of activism to address the concerns I have of increasing the diverse representation within the arts, addressing elitism, and also increasing accessibility. By no means are they small topics, and I definitely cannot tackle these all alone. So, that's enough about me. If you want to read more, you can look at my CV. I first met Tatenda at Theatre Peckham during our first insights into the world of producing on the Young Producers Programme, and what a journey that was. Our event, Reglitch, was an incredible exploration of gender, body, time, and blackness. It's a shame if you missed it. It took place on October the 7th last year, and I'm pleased to say that our friendship has continued to blossom ever since. So much so, that we may have a little company coming your way soon. I can't say too much on that. She is an extremely humble, talented and funny individual, predominantly a filmmaker, however the writing and acting experience is slowly making a reappearance, which has been lovely to witness, and I am definitely excited to be a part of this journey. This is a clip from a recent discussion we had about how we got started in this world of creativity, having a support network and the importance of self-care within this industry. First order of business is I need to look for my mum in the audience to say hello to her. So, hi mum. <laughs> uh, okay, well, good evening, I hope. Maybe I can perhaps share with you the words that I have written. These words are more so for me than they are. I'm Tatenda. I am a small, honest, loving, observationalist creative. I guess kind of after school when I didn't have to do anything necessarily academic is when I realised more of a creative rather than anything else. 
I kind of did go for more creative subjects because I could, but still not necessarily so. Like psychology still had a lot to do to consider itself a science. So I was the kind of person that would take all that info home and like try and make it a story, try and like dramatize it. Like, okay, guess what Freud was talking about like last week. Okay, so now I love writing and reading. And then when I started secondary school, I loved editing and filming. Those were two things that developed, had a massive interest in YouTube. And I was like, this is like faster than TV. How the heck does this happen? Because I love TV. Found the most bog standard Microsoft video editor and just gradually learning more and more about it. And my mom was like, it's really cool that you want to do this, but I know what this world is like. So get your grades in first and then we'll see where we can take this. So I was like, okay, whatever. But on the side, of course, I was still doing it. I've never felt like she's been nervous about me taking a more creative route. If anything, I've probably been way more nervous. She's always been in my corner. I think my mum can see when things have happened and like don't work out or whatever. And I'm sure as another creative, you know that happens a lot. So she'll see the ups and downs of it. But I kind of tell my extended family more of the ups. So I guess that's why there's no proper skew in how they see what I do. And I found everything that I kind of made in my own right would explore just people, emotion and thoughts and how people kind of make their way through the world. What is it like to be a human being? <laughs> you know, that's the big, big question. I think there's a lot of people in this industry now that are more than happy to compromise and find the best way to get the best results. So if you know yourself and how you work or are willing to try new things and learn from those, I'd say do go for it. And it's okay if you try one thing and it doesn't work for you because it's one, you know, step closer to figuring out how you work best. I met Jasmine at Pop Brixton's Originals Market in October last year, where I found myself working, capturing the day on camera for social media, which is ironic because I do try to avoid all of that. But this was for work. Jasmine was selling their art and I can remember the bright and bold oranges, yellows and reds carefully sitting on the canvas underneath these strong black women who you just couldn't ignore. I don't think that there's anything that Jasmine can't do, apart from dance apparently, but we'll see about that. There are multidisciplinary artists, whether that's being an MC. This is an original track that you're hearing, by the way. Writing a play, or selling original artwork on t-shirts. We finally met up again this year at NDT Broadgate, where I have just finished working. And no, I wasn't fired, the building was demolished. I found that a great line to pull out in an interview, but I digress. This clip is of a recent discussion we had again about self-care within the industry and how we can still get work without relying on social media. And yes, that is a thing. Hi, I'm Jasmine Kalia. I'm a multidisciplinary artist from Tottenham, London. I try and bring in like the inner city subcultures into the work that I present, either 
working class road culture women and girls within music also as well write about lgbt issues i don't find it hard to market myself it's just that line between yourself being the the business usp it is about defining that boundary what to keep private what to make public and that kind of thing. you could be at a work meeting and they're like oh remember your self-care routine and you're like raw why are you telling me about that you don't care about that anyways i think self-care is about really protecting yourself and remembering that you can take up space as well i feel like a lot of society leads you towards ignoring yourself and your own own signals or messages that your body's giving you they think that we're gonna work for free we're gonna work for long hours we're gonna do artwork that puts our personal safety at risk a few other artists that sometimes i collaborate with they've experienced similar things and had to kind of create that infrastructure for themselves i like made a conscious effort to stay away from certain platforms like instagram i don't use tiktok i don't use whatsapp there's so many artists that don't have social media and they've got really fruitful careers Mm. if you were someone that didn't want to use social media you could just simply apply for opportunities and build your contacts through physical projects i would say don't go into the arts pick a nice stable job and stay away (laughs) no i'm joking (laughs) So this is for anyone who has begun to question if this world is for them and to remind you that the biggest gift you bring is you. Authentic, brave, and maybe a little bit out of the box. When thinking about what to say or what not to in this exploration, through perspectives of freedom of expression, finding your voice and upon reflection, it is important for you to remember that this is not the end. If you are struggling to step into this space, then make your own. I hope you'll join me on a street in southeast London from behind a window as I put pen to page to rearrange these fragments of thought, hearing from two dear friends, and hopefully giving you a chance to pause and think. Imagine if all of us from behind a window had these same thoughts and put action into thought Now that would be a sight to see, paving the way, learning from and not trying to erase the mistakes of the past, defying the norm through lived experience, creating our own platform. I can't wait to see the day we rise and kick up the storm.